0: Today's daf is daf Memtes. We're holding the top of Memtesamet Olive. We're actually in the middle of his sugya. We left off yesterday. We brought down Machogzav Ishmol and Rabbi Akiva to show how we know that a Nazir, the pesukim by a Nazir in in Sefer Bamidbar, and the pesukim by the Keren Gadol in Sefer VaYikra. How do we know that they are allowed to be matama? They're obligated matama to a to mes mitzvah, and it overrides the prohibition for the Kohen Gadol or the Nazir to become Tomei. And in the Sheet of Rabbi Akiva, which we're dealing with right now, the Gemara had brought down Rabbi Akiva's Sheet and asked that according to Rabbi Akiva, how did he know that a Kohen Gadol was allowed to become uh, Tomei to a Meis Mitzvah, again, required to become Tomei to a Meis Mitzvah. And the Gemara brought down that since Rabbi Akiva, in the way he learned, the expression La'achiv that written by a, the brother says La'achiv La'imah La'achiv La'achosay that is written by a Nazir that La'achiv he used to teach me that even if a person has a double kedusha person is a kohen gadol and a Nazir nevertheless Mase mitzvah overrides and that person is makhayev to himself even though he's both a nozer and a k'negodol and he and and therefore the Murad said at the end of yesterday's talk therefore according to Rabbi Akiva, you don't need in the psukim of k'negodol you don't need the verses of avivel emo to teach me that a, uh, Kohen Godol is, uh, that Meish Mitzvah's Doche, the Kedusha of a Kohen Godol, because obviously if you have a posse telling me that the Kedusha, that, that, that Meish Mitzvah's Doche, the Kedusha of Kohen Godol, who is a Nazir, then obviously it's Doche, the Kohen Godol, on his own. Which leads the one out to ask the following question. Now, that opened up to be able to make a Zey Rashova. They had Rebbe's Zey at the end of yesterday's dawn that learns emo, emo. Now we had said, for some reason, Rebbe Yehuda the Kiva's linking Aviv and emo together that we're going to ask on this today. Someone says, Okay, even if you need that Zerashova, that Zerashova just takes care of why you need emo and emo. But the word Aviv now, if Aviv is not needed for Mace Mitzvah, Right? So then, aviv, the words aviv is opened by kohen godel. Actually, the Rosh points out, it also opens up the word aviv by nazir too. And we'll see, maybe the same answer will answer both those questions. But, so the is really asking is that now that you tell me la'achiv teaches you by nazir, that if you're a kohen godel and a nazir, that still, makes mitzvahs docha, the double kiddushah, so that opens up the expression of la'aviv, la'aviv emo that is written by Godol, even if you tell me the emo parts needed for the Gzair it still opens up what is the what are you doing with the Oviv? So for uh, Nazir, according to Yakiva, he makes no distinction whether you're a Kohen Godol on your own or your Godol happens to be a Nazir. Novkam La we learn it from the word La that's written by Nazir. So La emo why do you need Oviv and emo? And as we spoke out, you need the emo part of it for the Gzair Shaw. So, really, it's asking why do you need Aviv? Mora says, Tsrichi. you really need both. We need to know aviv and emo. Now, why do you need aviv and emo? Because of aviv, if it only had written aviv on its own, right? And what is that interesting Sephora? that the, the Torah would have said that a Kohen Gadol is not allowed to go to the funeral of his father. So Allah time to his father. I'd have told you know what the reason is. Again, this is prior to DNA, but I would have said the reason is because we we don't know a hundred percent that that is his father. We rely on a chazaka. We are relying on a. Uh, are, are, are on a legal presumption that drove the ilus achar abal, the majority of intimacies that a husband will have uh, with, with the wife, and the child will be born from them. So therefore, but you don't know for sure, so maybe that's why to take a chance of the Kedusha of Kohen Gadol, let him go to the kuru of his father. We don't know 100% that it's father. So therefore, I would have said, a father alone without mother, I would have said, you know, mother, we do let him go to the funeral, but maybe father not. So we couldn't just have written La'aviv. So i would have said that, uh, but it would be a mother, the Yadina, the Yadina, the Mother, we know, we see physically that this is the mother uh, that gave birth to this child. Maybe La'Tamala, he would be able to go to her funeral because of Rachmana Imo. Now let's just, so would have said, and just wrote emo. It says, emo lo yitami." What would I have said like this? So, Since, when it comes, even though we know that in terms of determination of whether you're a Jew or not, that uh, we go matrilineal uh, uh, lineage, that that's the mother that makes it determine. But for other things, in terms of yichus, especially with my kayan over here, for other levels, in terms of the, uh, the, the, what, what tribe the person belongs to, whether the person inherits That all goes through the father's side. That's all patrilineal. So therefore, you could have argued that maybe if you would have thought that he's not allowed to go to the funeral of his mother, maybe because we in halacha we follow the paternal... Aspect in terms of yichus, in terms of, of, of Yerusha, so that all goes through the father's side, and therefore we don't let him go to the funeral of the mother. But the father, maybe he would have been able to go to the funeral. So you have to write, write Aviv and Imo, neither of them are redundant, they both have to be recorded. So therefore, ikaz, Rahmana emo, so to the mother, he's not allowed to be zarabasra, because we don't follow the, the descendancy, the lineage, through the mother, Four, uh, aspects in halacha. Aval Aviv came into Amar Mar since by the father Bozak says that Moshe Barbeinu was told that when they, they gave out the lands and determined which tribes they came from it's Beis Avosam; they follow the father's household there may be that only said mother don't go to the funeral but father you would go Kamash Malan that's why it has to say both Aviv and Emo so therefore we explained why it has to say there's no uh, neither, neither one are redundant you have to say both by the and by the Kohen Gottel, Aviv and Imo. And the Gursi of the Bach says as follows: Akiva, the introductory posuk that's written by the uh, the, the the Kohen Gottel says, Why do we need it? Rabbi Shemol actually learned that that introductory posuk was to teach me that all relatives, and that's how he started with. All relatives, al call napshas meis we don't, uh, we don't need for the Kohen-Goddle to tell me, uh, uh, Rechokim, must be coming for Krovin. The one is asking in Rabbi Akiva himself, who did not darshan like Rabbi Shemal, what's the introductory post of al-Khol-Napsha's-Meis, lo lo-Aviv, lo imo, lo-Yetame, what, what do we, lo imo, lo-Aviv, I believe, uh, why do we, why do we, uh, lo-Aviv, lo imo. sorry, lo-Aviv, lo why do we need it? So he says like this, he breaks down that redundant makes. We learn out multiple things from that. Let's start. The whole posseg is redundant. So what do we break it down? The alcohol teaches me to exclude that a kohen is not allowed to come into contact with non-relatives. Now, your obvious question is going to be which the Russian himself asks... One second, but a coin Gadol is like a is also is a super Cohen, but he's a Cohen. A Cohen's not allowed to come into contact with relatives. So, so, so the Rosh says. That from here we learn that if a Kohen Gadol comes into contact with non-relatives, he actually violates two two prohibitions. One is, as a Kohen, he wasn't allowed to make Tamer to relatives. But there's an additional, he's also violated the Kedusha's Kohen Gadol. So therefore, Al-Kol teaches me that is also in violation of a secondary lav that you've come into contact with a, the Kedusha of Kohen Gadol, came into contact with Tommy Mace. So that's what you learn out from al that It doubles up on the lavim. Right, uh, uh, right, so I'll call it rechokim. Mace call mace. that's fuke krovin. So the extra word mace is to teach me relatives. Now here too you have to ask the question, but relatives, the pasuk says, Avim Imo so achiv achos, that already mentions the relatives. So why do you have to mention the relatives again? So the other roshas actually says, you have to mention that there's a prohibition of relatives, but you don't know which relatives. And therefore you still have to say which ones, so therefore, uh, that, that, so therefore, that's, therefore, that's why it, it, um, you couldn't rely on mace on its own. I guess the question is, well, once you know which ones, now you come back and ask why do you need the word mace. So there, maybe it is also to give a double lobby. He doesn't mention that. But let's go weiter. Let's keep going. Uh, nef- nefashos, right? The posture says, uh, alcohol, uh, 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 let us read the 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 posuk of the alkol Ne... uh where's the place over here um alkol nav so we said what alkol teaches me we told him what nay teaches me what do you learn from Nafshos? now we know nav Nefesh in the torah also refers to the blood so from here we actually learning a uh another posuk is that from here we learn that a a a, 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 a revis of dam that if you have a revious of dam uh, that's a quarter of a, a log. Anyway, from the 2.9 to to 5.5 ounces of blood is uh, is it creates it transmits tumor. Uh, and not only that is you're in violation of being a Kohen Godel or even a Kohen, if it would be a non-relative, that it transmits to But we actually learn a secondary aloch, number one, if it's a revius of blood, but since nafshah is written in the plural, we had this drush before, even if that revius is made up from two different bodies because it's plural, but it comes to be a of Saddam, you also are in violation. So that's what the Nafshosh in the plural teaches you. So Nefesh alone would have told me from one body, Nafshosh teach me the Raviyah dam comes from two. So uh, that he's, that he's uh, precluded from coming to contact with Raviyah Saddam, and not only that, it's not only, it's Maitama Oel that even if you share, O'el oh, well, could be one of three ways. Either you share the same space, under the same uh, awning, same covering, or you walk over the item, or the item passes over you. And uh, so therefore, that's that's the chidosh. And then I'll call nafshas meish lo That's what we learn from, that, that the, the word nafshas in the plural teaches us reveres from two bodies. Okay, let's go to the next Mishnah. Zog of the Al Eilu Tumos now the chiddush of this mission is going to be there are things that transmit tumah and even tumas mace, but not all of them force the nazir to start the count again and have to bring Korbanus after the seven days. The following that are listed here, not only is it that they transmit tumah, but they, 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 they the din of our yom harishonim yiplu will apply. So what these are specific halacha mosh m'sinai some of them to a nazir. So the Gemara says, like, there's nothing to me, Heiliger Mishnah. I lay the tumors and nods me galach, ala on a corpse, while kazaismen are And the Gemara is going to ask, isn't that somewhat of a redundancy? It says on a body or a kazai, from the body. So if it's from the body, why do you have to write the body? We'll see. While well, kazais, netzel. Netzel is that at some level of decomposition, there, there becomes the, 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 decomposed flesh becomes like a fluid. So that's called netzel. So it's a kazais of netzel, also, causes a uh, a tumor mace and requires another to start as Naziris again. Valmala tarved and if you have a ladle full of dust that comes from a corpse decomposed dust from a corpse also that causes the, uh, to start coming, uh, coming uh, 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 going to come down here, there, there is a question whether this applies by, uh, Mago, by contact. Maybe this is only ol and masa and carrying. This is a shy, that's a shyly here discussion. Allah shidrava ala gilgolis on the complete spine or an intact skull. We'll see if it meets together or separately. Al-abam in a, a, a-, a- limb from a corpse, and even al even if it's a lie, a limb from a live bo- a person, once that limb has been detached, it's got a piece of like a dead body. karoi. as long as, as Tosus explains, it's got bosar kuroi, means there's enough flesh on it that it would be reattached to be able to regenerate. So, ever if it's from a dead body, that limb is intact, even if it doesn't have a kazai sub but it's a full limb, that transmits tumor to a, uh, and makes me start as zeroes. If it comes from a live body, it has has to be buried, it has a status like a, a piece of dead body, but there it's only mitama, if there's enough flesh on it that it would be reattached, it, it would be able to regenerate. Al chatzikav atzomas. Now this is halocham If you have a chatzikav of bones, chatzikav is, like a, a is anywhere from, a kav is anywhere from 1.5 quarts to 2.6 quarts, but if you have bones that are... Uh, 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 broken pieces of bones that form a half a cub, Now, even though, and this is John, speak out of here, that even though a quarter cub of bones is enough to transmit Thomas Masmeis, the Moshe Moshmissina by Nazir, to wipe out his Nazirus, it has to be at least a half a cub of bones. Baal Chatzilog Dam, and similarly, even though we just learned before by the current God even a quarter log of Dam can be matama even to mas ohho, but to wipe out mazerus it has to be a half a log of dung. Now in all these cases, except for maybe the case of the ladle, alright, Al Magan Balmasan bal al al that all three forms of tumor wipe out the nazirus. whether it's contact, whether it's carrying, let's say it's uh the, 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 the you're carrying an item that's, that's in a box, or al-il, or you're making, you're, you there's an ohel, again, one of the three forms of ohel, will wipe out the naziris. However, al-etsen oreb you have a bone that is a, si- intact, the size of a lentil, so that also could wipe out his Nazirus, but that doesn't transmit to Mas'ohel, that only transmits al al only through contact or through caring. So Al-Elo, again reiterating all of these cases, Ha-Nazir Megaleach, he at courts forces the Nazir to have to shave himself in addition to having to sprinkle paradum on himself on the third and seventh day, so does the code it wipes out the earlier days, and it does not allow him to start counting his naziras from anew, until he becomes Purified. Now, the last three words from Mavius Karbanosa, actually the Tosva's conject, conjecture that it might not belong in the Mishnah because it implies they can only start counting once he brings his carbonus. That actually is a discussion later on and the Tosva says that if it's clear in the Mishnah that that's the position, so then why would the Gemara have that even as a discussion? Should it should have been abroad from Mishnah. So Tosva says that it's Karbanosa, to start being able to count, maybe those three words should be removed and you actually might even be able to start counting from the tagla. On the seventh day, could already start counting as day one. That is a question the Gemara is going to discuss later on. Let's see the Gemara. Tanravon we learned in a When Rav Mayer passed away, I'm a Rav Yehuda. Rav uh, was concerned that all of the Talmidim of Rav Mayer would now start coming. To the yeshiva of Rabbi Yehuda. Now, what's wrong with Talmidim or Rabbi Meir coming to yeshiva Rabbi Yehuda? He says uh, he said to his own students. So Talmidim, he told his own students, Ya Talmidei Rabbi Meir lekan. Do not allow the students of Rabbi Meir to enter our yeshiva. The because they are provocators. They are uh, critical. They just try. They, they argue for the sake of arguing, and they're not interested in finding out what halacha is. But, they're not coming to really learn Torah for the sake of Torah." Ella, they just want to argue. they try to knock me down. They try to criticize my, my, my teachings. And it could be because Halacha is always Rabbi Yehuda over Rabbi Meir, so they wanted to always show that their teaching of their was Rebbe was superior to that of Rabbi Yehuda. So anytime Rabbi Yehuda said something, they tried to show Rabbe was correct. So don't allow them because they don't come in for learning for the right reasons. So therefore, they're just coming to knock me down in halacha. So, Dach <speaking in Hebrew> of <speaking in Hebrew> <speaking in Hebrew> is one of the stars. I'll meet him of Rabbi Meir. He forced his way into the base medersh and he entered. Amalehem kach Ali Rabbi Meir, and he taught over the Mishnah that Rabbeinu Akadosh, Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi, who was a Talmud, of Rabbi uh, Yehuda and Rabbi Meir he was a Talmud of the, the Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Meir were the generation before so he said over the Mishnah the way we have it Actually, is the form that, that is going to be the version of Rav Meir? What did he say over our Mishnah? Rav Meir said, "Simchas is what Rav Meir taught me." Al elua tumos a nazir megalech for the following tumos, a nazir has to shave himself and loses the days of nazirs that he counted. Al ames al kazeis min ames. The way our Mishnah started for the body itself or a kazeis of the body. Now, which was not the version of Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda only started with the words Al-Kazayis Meis. He didn't start with the words Al-Mais. So Simcha's basically was saying is Rabbi Yehuda's version is incorrect, because the way to read it correctly, which actually is the way Rabbein HaKadosh actually at the end redacted the Mishnah, which is Al-Ameis Al-Kazayis Men-Ameis. And not to start from the words al min Men-Ameis because so, so said to the, his students, lachem, I tell you, don't let Rabbi Meir's students enter here? because they are just provocative towards; they just are uh, provoking us." Because if you already have the second clause, which is saying that you have to, uh, could do, go through the, uh, the, the shaving process for a Kazai of the of body, so then Alamez, the culture came. so then for sure on the whole body. So why do you need to write the words Alamez? So you see that that's just to show I'm wrong, but it really is not the correct version. So I'm Rav happened to be there at that time. He said, "Yom Rav Meir People are going to say, Mayor, Rabbi Meir passed away." Rabbi Huda got cars, got upset, and Yosi Shasak and Yosi Rav got upset. I can explain the version of Rav Meir, and I, if I keep quiet, so therefore people at the end I'm going to be held accountable. Maybe in Shemayim, why did I keep quiet? So what's going to happen to Torah that if I don't explain what actually the Mishnah is supposed to mean according to Rabbi Meir, what's going to happen to Torah? So I'm Rabbi Boser. is that we're talking about that the body, sometimes you have a body of a fetus, sometimes it's so small that there's not even a kazaiz of flesh on it, Alright, or maybe it's not, or maybe it's just like, or just a skeleton, doesn't have to be from a fetus, but even if it's a skeleton, that there's no long any flesh on it, so it's possible to have a situation where a mace makes sense, and the next poor, and Kazaias men are mace, because it doesn't always mean mace, that there's gonna be a Kazaias of mace, it's not a redundant statement. So therefore it could be talking about where the skeleton does not have on it a Kazaias bosser. The Gemara says, the Gemara pushes back, even if you have the full skeleton, but, and it doesn't have a Kazai's mace, but then it should at least have an intact bone that's the size of a Sa'or, the size of a lentil. And we already mentioned later on in the Mishnah, says, we already said, uh, 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 not, I'm sorry, the bone, a, a limb, I'm sorry, that if you have a full limb. Even if you have, if you have a full limb, so you're, you're ready So the whole body, even if it doesn't have a kezai's buster on it, but lechora, you could have a situation, it'll have a limb, so there's still no reason to write the word mace. Even if you told me it doesn't have a kezai's buster, but it's still got a full limb. So, so then, for sure, for the entire body that's intact, that you would, uh, you, you, would be, you, you would have to shave for it. So again, why does it have to write mace? So The Torah says that in her years, Rabbi Yochanan had a similar contradiction, or a similar redundancy, and the way Rab Yochanan explains there is the way we'll explain it over here. That sometimes you have a, uh, a, a mis- miscarriage, a navel, where the, it, it's early in the term where the sinews have not attached the, the, the limbs. So the uh, to to the flesh. And if the sinews have not attached limbs to the flesh, it does not have the din of a complete limb. So you have a situation that could be less than a kazai's bosser. It does not have the status of a full limb. And therefore a mace could be necessary because it's talking about there's no kazai's bosser and it's not a full avar. Shalom is contrary, that The limbs have not been attached yet with the sinews because it hasn't developed yet. So, so that same answer that Bjorkin gives over there, you could stay over here too. It's about a navel. When it says mace, it means a navel. It's a miscarriage. Shalom is cautious for the beginning that the limbs had not been connected yet with sinews. Rava, Amah. gives a different terrence. So again, the question is, why does it have to say m- mace? If Kazais mina maze and Aver mina maize, which are mentioned indip- individually, so why is that the same maze itself? So Rabbi Amar, lenitzocha elo, lerobe minyonav, lerobe minyonav. Now what happens if you have an entire skeleton intact? Or a majority of, the, I'm sorry, not the entire skeleton, but the majority of the bones of the skeleton. What's the majority of the bones? The Gemara teaches us uh, uh, in, 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 in a number of places, in Khul, in other, where is this, uh, we had it we had, uh, later on, is that it's going to be that you either have two calf bones and a thigh bone, or two thigh bones and a calf bone, so that's the majority of the height of the skeletons intact, or you have 125 of the 248 bones are intact, and even though they don't have the weight of a rova a quarter of a lug of bone because we learned before that a quarter lug of bone already makes you tommy. even though by the way by nozer it has to be a half a lug we pointed out to wipe out the naziris but it's saying even if it doesn't have the amount that normally would make a person tom but if you have rovigion or you have rovinion of bones in, uh, in the mace that is enough to make the They have the shapes. Our question was, again, our question was, why does it have to say mace? If it's already going to say, kazais men a mace, an mace, the answer to that either could be like Rabbi Yochanan, that it's talking about a navel, where the gideon, the, the, the sinews have not attached the bones together, so it doesn't have a den of an avar, and it's got less than a kazais of bosr attached to it. Or it could be like Rava, that it's talking about that you don't have bosar and you don't have complete limbs, but what you have is the majority of the skeletal structure either in height or in number. Either you've got two calf bones and one uh, thigh bone or you've got two thigh bones and one calf bone or you have 125 of the bones so there's no limbs and there's no buster, and that's why you needed to write the word mace at the beginning of the Mishnah. Gentlemen, we'll stop over here.